hi there welcome welcome to my day one welcome to the world of podcasts welcome to you welcome to your journey welcome to auditory rejuvenation (laughs) so if you're here i'm guessing you like to listen to podcasts i do too and finding anchor was everything for me because i love tools that you know give you quality but still maintain a required sense of simplicity you know whereby if you want to incorporate any other tools or basically anything outside of the app it's just a bonus it's just something you specifically want to and that makes it easier especially in cases whereby you don't want to have to carry around a lot of equipment so yeah so that was your notification that maybe you should try it out i would i would definitely recommend anchor because it's organized in a way that just a bit of everything you know the processes and um, if you want to get into putting music in the background if you want to monetize the podcast it takes care of everything in an organized way and you have just everything in one place so you don't have to worry about rerouting yourself or looking into something else or going through a third party app everything is right there you know and they offer their own ambassador ads so it's a great place to start it's definitely a great place and if you want to download it you can go to the anchor app that is a-n-c-h-o-r or you can go to anchor.fm online if you just want to get started and see just it's about and uh, the amazing thing too that it's free and basically it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place (laughs) so let's get into today's episode welcome to my day one and enjoy every single bit of it welcome hi there welcome to another episode welcome to another wonderful auditory experience I hope you're having a good time today. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode. Today the title is Mess or Mop. So it's just you taking a minute and really for a second objectively look at your surrounding and ask yourself, is it truly a mess that I'm observing or is it a mop? You know, when you get in a mop, you don't really judge all the longitudes and latitudes or directions or roads or mountains or whatever. No, you just look for where you went and find your way there. Then when you found your directions, you find the best routes, you find the pit stops, you find anything you'd need on your way there, but you don't stress over everything else. You don't even try to eliminate or get rid of everything else going on going on on the map no like look for what you want single your attention to it and just find your way there so when you objectify your whole existence to a point where but you can actually give it a different meaning and a different observation in the sense that you know what this may actually not be a mess as i thought but it might be a box for me to pick the objects that I'm looking for. It might be a map for me to choose the places, directions that I want to focus and actually go to because you can't be everywhere at the same time. I mean, you can't mentally, which just robs you of every experience because you're never really anywhere. 
But the whole essence of actually having a map is for you to even become more definitive in where you want to be. So the mess or so-called chaos around you could actually be trying to tell, tell you communicate something. Have you ever been in a state of mind whereby it seemed like it was falling apart and then out of nowhere, as we like to think, something just clicked? Or when nothing clicks, at the very least, you snap? You snap out of it and there's this sense of focus that comes upon you. Or there's this pivotal moment that just made sense and everything else became irrelevant. Quite frankly, I feel like every second of our lives is like that. Every experience we're having is really just trying to point us somewhere. But because of what we have taken in, of what we have absorbed, of what we have come to identify ourselves, we're not very open to every language, to every message, to every experience. So I would like to say that life itself will find a way to talk to you in a way that you understand. Just like somebody might get their epiphanies watching a match, just a football match or a soccer match. And somebody else may get their epiphany watching the trees fall off a tree or somebody else from a freaking apple falling off a tree. So wherever you are, life is trying to communicate to you in the best way possible based off your level of receptivity so whatever you can actually conceive acknowledge and you know resonate with is what's going to come to you the most which is quite unfortunate because sometimes we resonate with a lot of messes right so you sort of find yourself coming from one ridiculous moment to another right but it it has nothing to do with the moments themselves just that at that current point in your life that's what you understand the best Somehow all your antennas have been tuned to look for that. So if life is going to communicate to you, if you're going to find something, you sort of find yourself gravitating to those kind of scavenger hands. And you know, sometimes you're not even, sometimes you're not in a sense lost, but in the depths of discovery and invention. You know, the only difference with being lost and being found or being in a place where you feel like you have a sense of, you know, home or whatever is just based off location and perception right because you're all in the same place if you just change your vocabulary it would actually change your state of being instead of saying i'm lost and saying that i'm finding myself or i'm allowing myself to naturally move towards things that actually inspire me things actually you know motivate me things that get me out of bed things i don't have to plan to get out of bed for So when you release yourself to that process, it changes the whole narrative to everything around you just becomes, you know, a pointer, it becomes a nudge, it becomes a motivation, it becomes an indication rather than it being a mess or a hailstorm falling over you. (laughs) So the lack of material evidence, a lot of times what keeps us stuck in the lostness that soon drives us to giving up or just giving in to whatever reality we have, right? Because you tell yourself, if I identify success with money, then if I don't have a certain amount of money in my account, then I must be a failure, which is n- not even true, right? Or if you associate your well-being with maybe having euphoric experiences 24-7 and you find yourself constantly having the highs and lows, it deceptively leads you to believe that maybe you're not where you want to be. And that just negates nature itself. Because wherever there's a lie, there's a law. Wherever there is abundance, there's luck. Wherever there is, 
it's not even about duality, but just things complement themselves. You know, wherever there is wetness, there is dryness. Where there is happiness, there is a bit of understanding grief. Where there is supply, there is demand. Like, this somehow they complement each other. And that's just the flow of life. And our job is not to really identify which is good or bad, but to find our sweet spots. Because we could all sit in the room and pretend that we understand abundance, we understand success. Yet, in that room of maybe a thousand people, quite frankly, not every single person actually identifies the same as success. Somebody else, it might be entirely material possessions, and somebody else might just be a spiritual heightenedness or just enlightenment or just contentment in life. Like, so it's very, very different. So, subjecting yourself to I'm just lost, I don't know what to do, you know, I'm having a midlife crisis, I'm having this or that, you know, just, that just keeps you in a deceptive energy that does not allow you to appreciate the law of things, like the nature of things, the flow of things, because somehow everything bucks, it, bucks everything else up. So just how you see all the seasons kind of do what they need to do, that the, if the fall's, the fall's job is to maybe downgrade the leaves, that's what's going to happen. And, you know, spring is along the corner. Winter is along the corner to conserve the tree and make sure that it's not losing more water. Like, everything kind of complements itself. But from our physical realm, our observatory state, it's very, very chaotic and it's very scary because when you don't understand the in- intricacy of things or just what's actually happening on a subatomic level, it's very easy to lose your mind. It's very easy to feel like this is it. Like, this is absolutely it. And that really, that takes away your creativity, takes away your patience, it takes away your temp- temperament, and you become, like, what you observe. So if all I'm seeing is chaos, if all I'm seeing is, you know, doubtfulness, all I'm seeing is just destructiveness, in a sense, I sort of become exactly that, because I can't associate myself with anything else. And you're like, our lives are just basic association. If you think that life is good, if you think that life is beautiful, if you think that life is a gift that keeps on giving, when you get on that map, that's all you're looking for. And the opposite is true. So you're redefining your messes or your maps, your journeys or your directions actually serves you the most because it helps you to understand your own stages in life. It helps you understand where you are in every moment and what you need in that situation. So instead of getting lost in, I don't know what to do, you actually appreciate that. I don't know what to do. So you have a choice to do whatever you desire in that moment. Or you have an open slate for a second. It's fun to have a goal in mind, to have things you want to do. But it's also incredible when you get a chance to rewrite your story, rewrite your definition of self and just reintroduce yourself to yourself. So appreciating all the stages and the flow of nature helps you to really utilize every season for what it's meant for. You know, if you just if you think life is all about the harvest, you'll be rocking your mind during winter. And yes, there are many ways you can do that, but there is no need to. You know, that's the greatest thing, like. All we really have at the end of the day are choices. They're just choices. 
and just acknowledging that and realizing that you're not in prison to a sudden state or fate or destiny or whatever like from a day-to-day perspective you have choices you can go through whatever you believe in whether you think in a faded reality or whatever regardless when it comes down to the day-to-day experiences you have choices in between something that may just be as small as just a mental picture or maybe as grand as maybe you're actually doing something actively wherever you are you can always identify and see that where i am right now these are the tools that I have. These are the things I have access to. These are the things I can do for myself. I can do to find that essence within. These are things that I can do that encourage me to work out of my element. You know, when you have that urge to do... Funny thing is, actually, I'll get back to that. When you, when you start recognizing the things that make you giddy, the things that make you gig, the things that make you just have a ridiculous amount of joy and satisfaction without even having to do them, those things actually require a bit of work we're not used to, right? Because we have been conditioned to do work, right? It is, you don't have to like it, but it pays the bills. You don't have to like it, but it gets you where you're going. You don't have to like it, but it gets you the promotion. Or We're being conditioned to do that, and sometimes it just feels weird and a waste of time when you do things just for the sake of doing it. That's why they tell you when you actually find something you love to do, it stops being work. And that's exactly it. Like, the details in between should just be details you want to do. Just like when you get up in the morning, it's one foot in front of the other. There's no complexity. There's nothing. It's just, that's just where it is. Like, the sun comes out and the moon comes out. And even... The instances where they both come at the same time, we all see that nature does not keep this up for a millennium. There is a reason for that. Like, even because those states of being, they're forced. Like, something has to be out of place or something something else is going on for you to be in that state. But it, it's, it's not sustainable. That is why even if even the worst floods in history, they can't last forever. You have seen tsunamis, you have seen hurricanes. None of that can last forever because it's not, it's not nature's way of being. You too, you're not meant to be in a catastrophic state 24-7. Every now and then, yes, if the momentum of things has led you to that moment, that's understandable. But you're not meant, you're not built to stay in that state. Imagine nature with all its power does not sustain any of this. The reason why you have all these seasons going through, even tropical areas that don't necessarily have the direct changes of winter, summer, autumn, if you really look at the changes, the small tiny changes, you realize that they also have their own seasons that they go through. So if nature is that organized and appreciates the chaos, the messes, but also still maintains the order, and that's the map, finding the map in all the messes around you, finding the direction wherever you are. Because even if you have 10 pathways to take, you first of all do not need to take all of them. But second of all, you have a choice to just take one at a time. Wherever that leads, you pick up from there. Wherever we are, there are new pathways to take. There are new opportunities to pursue. So, you know, like every now and then, you just slow everything down and, you know, take a field trip. I think even if you've not taken a field trip, you can at least maybe you've watched a movie or you've seen something that sort of gives you an idea of what it takes. You know, requirements of a field trip always tell you that there's a requirement you should bring, you know, or maybe you need to sign up for it or you need to do a few things you need to do. And there are things we need to do on a daily. Maybe they tell you do your affirmations or, you know, 
develop your mind or educate yourself like go beyond the education you get in class or at work like do something outside of yourself you know pick up a new skill or you know just get into making journals or just writing a to-do list or all these other things we do those are just the minor preparations we do because life is happening yes absolutely but whatever you're doing in between determines what the picture at the end of it looks like or whether you will even be able to recognize it have you ever looked at somebody else's experience and to them it's the most tragic and worst story on the planet but to you it's just soil it's just an opportunity of growth it's just an opportunity for transformation that's how it is like you have to get yourself in a state of mind to recognize that sometimes that's why in retrospect you can actually look back and you're like you know what i'm glad that happened despite despite whatever it looked like i'm glad that happened because first of all it made me the person that i am today the ability to do that should help you recognize that wherever you are it's it's an opportunity regardless it's it's there is growth happening on underneath the surface there's so much going on that you do not see that is why you should never write yourself off you should never write yourself off despite whatever circumstances seem to drive you to that point because there is so much you are not aware of and it's it's not it's not a mystery that doesn't want to be found it's just one of those mysteries that requires you to first find yourself in your own mess find yourself in your own mystery within then you can see everything else So as you take the trip into your mind, into your soul, into your infinite possible layers of your mind, the great collective bundle of thoughts, ideas, ways, habits, joys, timestamps, snapshots, do it tenderly and just have patience and be curious about it. Be curious about the ways of your mind. Be curious about your pathways. Be curious about your own journey. Aren't you curious on who you're going to be in five years, right? But aren't you even more curious on the day-to-day building blocks that you get to develop? That that person there is not just an image for you to, to adore or idolize or, you know, feel like it's a whole other leap to get to know. Like, that is just a representation of you today, a representation of your day-to-day process, representation of all the work you put in, all the small moments of joy small moments of self-appreciation small moments of just being you as you and you know yes like the proof is in the pudding like sometimes you have to get into the mess of things to figure out where to start and all that but don't get lost in it like don't get lost in it like at the end of the day your stability matters more your contentment matters more your satisfaction in just being matters more so don't get lost in trying to find yourself rather invent yourself invent yourself instead of digging into who should i have been who can you be right now who do you want to be like sometimes when we give ourselves these opportunities it opens the doors opens doors we had not seen before it opens opportunities we had not actually recognized who can you be right now right here without your history without your pain without your trauma without your disappointment without your fear of the unknown without any of that who can you be not who will you be not none of that but who can you be in this moment and ask yourself that constantly 
it's January 6th. So wherever you are, you know, could just count forward and see how many days you have in the year or going forward or whatever. But don't get lost trying to find yourself, brother, invent yourself. Be curious about it. Look at it with wonder. Be excited about it. And be about it. Be about it. The same way we guard our ego, we guard our individuality. Let us guard that. Your ability and your chance to invent yourself. And let nothing else tell you of a different reality. Because you're more than capable of doing that. Yes, there, there might be work involved, but that's the fun bit. <laughs> that's the fun bit. Even if we're not privy to see the all the processes that a seed goes through to become whatever it wants it's becoming, we still appreciate seeing the daily changes. It's brought out of the soil. You know, the leaves emerge. The buds come out. The branches stretch out. It's the process. That's where the fun is. So once again, don't get lost in trying to find yourself. Rather invent yourself. In every moment, let go of all the limitations and just ask yourself, if I have the chance to invent myself, who can I be in this moment? What can I step into? What reality lies ahead of me? What can I do right here, right now, with what I have, with just what I have, to bring me closer to that satisfactory state of being? So, welcome to your own journey. Welcome to your own experiences. Welcome to your own discovery. And I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a wonderful time.